Let's we talk should. Some I think Destiny. we have a question tonight, and I transcribed it from the video, so. Yeah. All right. I'm recording. Are you ready, Josh? Yes, I'm ready. It's going to be right at the seat of our pants, by the way. Well, that's fine. It usually is. I had really been holding out hope for a Solar 3.0 TWAB and did not know until an hour ago what was actually in the TWAB. And I was like, oh, well, too late to change course now. So it's fine. All right. Here we go. go. Three, two, one. Hello, Guardians. Welcome back to Tower Casuals, the Destiny podcast. I am one of your hosts, Corey Deering. And alongside me, as always, is the Jotun Toten, the Vault Dwelling, the Disciple. The mayor of the Deepstone Crypt shaved his face. Favorite co-host on the Citadel, Josh Finney. I didn't shave my face. I feel naked. The uh, the AC on my face was very cold. First time. <laughs> this is the first time I've like fully shaven in like six or seven months, so it feels really weird to me. Uh, but Texas is currently experiencing record-breaking heat for this time of the year. Uh, we have already hit a hundred. Nice. And normally we don't hit that until mid June. It's the hottest. Nice. It was the hottest Mother's Day on record this past week. Every single day for the next ten days will be record breaking heat. Um, nice, which is just absolutely wild. My utility bill is going to be astronomical. But you know what? I'm an adult. I have money. I will spend fifteen dollars extra on my AC. You know what? That's that's fair. I think that's a fair that's stance fair. to take. It is. It's not hot here today, Josh, but I did buy myself a Nintendo 64 controller for my Switch. So, Did you manage to get in like in the three seconds before it sold out? Yeah, I've got, I got two. I got one for me and I got one for uh, Stephanie. So, uh, yeah, I, I got them. I didn't have any trouble. I can't believe you didn't. I, just, I saw like the meltdowns. Happen. There were so many different gaming related meltdowns happening this morning that I could not I keep know. track of what everybody was upset about and then i understood later on like oh there were some people in my timeline who were just upset about nintendo 64 controllers and i was like i feel like that's like the least significant thing that just happened here i don't know have you met nintendo fans uh (laughs) i i know several of them quite well Uh, i can only imagine how that must have gone for uh certain ones that we know yeah it's all right i I got a couple we're good we're good i i didn't like I just saw Wario 64 tweet him out and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll click on this and get some. And I did. And then everybody started freaking out. And I was like, oh, I, did, I wasn't aware this was like a PS5 situation where these were going to be gone in like five minutes. It's just like, listen, if there's anything I've learned about like stuff like that, it's I'll wait for the second or third time they come yeah. around because by then every everyone who wants to resell them is done because they've realized no one's going to pay for the price. Mm-hmm. And they're just stuck yeah. with N64 controllers. Yeah. And I mean, I wanted to just because I'm OCD and have to have two of everything. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, I s- saw some people just they couldn't get them. So I I uh, told Stephanie that I had a, I got an extra one and then I'll just get a second one on this next round whenever. Yeah. Yeah. And not that I need to, but it's always weird when you just have one, you know, always it. it... It's weird. I used to be like more OCD about it, and now it's just like, unless it's for my Xbox, I'm really not concerned about. It. I do have a couple pairs of Switch Joy Cons, but I'm like, I've never felt the need to get a second Pro controller. Never felt the need to, like, I have a bunch of Xbox controllers, so that's because I display them. I've never uh-huh. felt the need to get another PS5 controller. Um, 
nothing. See, like, I, I have I can't do it. I have three Switch Pro controllers, oh, and it God, really bothers totally. me that I don't have. It really bothers me that I don't have a fourth one. <laughs> so you have you have the standard, you have the Monster Hunter and the Xenoblade Chronicles ones, right? No, I just have two standard ones and the Xenoblade. So, because when I got when I got the Switch, I got two Pro controllers with my Switch. Because I'm like, I'm not going to put the Joy-Cons in that stupid slider thing. Have you ever done that? No, it's stupid. I, I've done it. I did not like it. No. And I'm like, who wants to do that? And then obviously the Xenoblade one was cool looking, so I bought it. Not realizing I probably should have kept it in a sealed in a box and sold it, you know, now. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, well, you I know what? Like you live and learn. Yeah. Fair. Um, but Corey, we've got Destiny to talk about tonight. We do. We have Destiny to talk about. We we always have Destiny to talk about. Let's... We always have Destiny to talk about. Uh, this the twat the twat this week is basically all PvP. It's not what we were kind of expecting. We were all like kind of manifesting Solar 3.0, and at this point, I'm half convinced that they're just gonna like launch the season without telling us anything and leave us to discover <laughs> it. Which I would It'll almost be in that... like. It, it'll be in that Thursday twab after the season launches. Oh my god, could you imagine? Like, I just, I got, I got the feeling when I saw that Dylan was still going to be out this week. I was like, oh, there's no way that they're, there's no way they're putting out the Solar 3.0 update this week. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. I'm actually shocked that we got as much as we did uh, regarding Crucible. But when you open up the twab and you, you look at that image, the image right there is the new Crucible map. Yeah, that is the new Crucible map right there. It is set in Sabathun's throne world, um, probably around like the city of darkness that we go to uh, in the Strike. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is uh, a, that is a gorgeous map. That's a cool looking map. I love the map here. Uh, I'm very very stoked. But of course, any change to the Crucible has to start with the Iron Banner. Iron Banner is where everything has to start. We know this is all going to come. It's well, really, it started with Trials of Osiris back in Season of the Lost. We're moving to uh, Iron Banner now, and this will culminate with changes to the Glory playlist and Survival in Season 19. Um, so, two more seasons. Season 19 is when it's all getting changed. Which should be... Yes, the final season of this year. Yeah. Because they probably want to iron out... The... I, I had to do the math in my head real quick. Uh, they will probably want to get that ironed out before Lightfall. But... yeah, I, I love what Alan Blaine says right here. He, he's the principal designer... And I, I like that he ex- kind of explains the philosophy behind Iron Banner. Um, when they were looking for the first thing for the newly formed Rituals team to focus on and make an impact, we aimed at refreshing Iron Banner. Then the first Hockey Casino weekend happened. If you mm-hmm. don't know what that is, that's when everybody put on the Hockey emblems and just uh, took turns jumping off the map to win mm-hmm. Trials matches. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what that was. So they had to revamp Trials first instead, which led to the season of the lost revamp nine months later, where we finally have iron banner. Um, I do not envy them having to make that choice because iron banner is something that needed reworked very badly, but trials literally was dead. There was no point to playing trials. They had to do something. Um, yeah. I mean, it was real. It's a, it was a real lose, lose situation, right? Like I think a lot of the more casual players like us can look at this and go, man, I really, and my initial thought reading this was God, I really wish you would have fixed iron banner first. Yeah. I feel like that was ultimately an easier change, but I do think that the changes that were done to Trials really influenced what the team went and did with Iron Banner. Yeah. So, 
I, I, and I like, I like this. Iron Banner is a celebration of PvP for everyone. We want people playing every day, playing with their friends, wearing flaming Iron Banner armor, and using the weapons. When you land at the tower, we want it to feel different and special, such as the dawning or festival of the lost. It's one of the core entry points for adding new and different ideas to the Crucible. We love the hunt aspect of control, even if it has snowballing issues. What if we did the same thing with other modes, and what if we had new modes? And so he's, talk he's talking about kind of the philosophies behind the Iron Banner here, right? Um, mm -hmm. Lower barriers and widen the funnel for players. This is one of the big things that we've been asking for, okay? the These few things that Alan is going to break down right here. Everyone should be able to play Iron Banner and access the core reward paths. New lights and Destiny 1 Alpha veterans alike. We want core rewards focused on team play and participation, not just winning matches and skillful play. This, those should accelerate rewards rather than lock them off. Here's what's up next. When I'm so excited land, for this next paragraph. When you land in the tower for season 17 for Iron Banner, you'll notice something new. What's the music? It's Brockus Forge. Upon landing, you will see players clustered up around the same area where Christmas Grandma, I love that they call her Space Grandma here. Because yeah. that's what we've been calling her for years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but instead of the usual festival, who wrote this? Though? Themselves... Hippie. Uh, Hippie wrote this, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Le she Leona. she's Leona been part of the community that's calling her grandma for years too. So I mean, oh yeah, this is fantastic. It's just uh, we, I, I think John and I just call her Christmas Grandma year round now. Yeah, we just, we we were calling her Grandma, and then we just adopted Christmas Grandma at some point, like two years ago, and. It just kind of stuck yeah. every time. Oh, oh, do we have to go talk to Eva? Who's Eva? Oh, Christmas yeah. grandma. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who we're talking to. Um, <laughs> it's all smoke and fire. Guardians gather around in all manner of flaming armor. And in the middle stands Brockus Forge. This, this next, these next two paragraphs really excite me. So I, I want to get, I want to get through all this so we can talk about the philosophy behind Iron Banner before we move on to rewards. But power level in PvP has been confusing to new players, and it's quite different than normal Crucible. We want to open the mode to more players, so power level is now disabled in Iron Banner. Yes. Wait, I wasn't no that the have complaint? To be concerned when I see a thirteen fifty teammate. Was that not the? <laughs> I'm confused because wasn't that the complaint when Iron Banner came back is that there was no power level? Yes, but and also now people are happy. When Iron Banner came back, we had no trials and no glory playlist either. Iron Banner group and Iron Banner basically was comp. That's fair. I agree with the philosophy. So, the, and this is why I want to have the discussion. So, pause before we go to the next item here because that's going to be a point of discussion too. Let's talk power level for a minute because okay. I've. I've really come down on the side the last couple of seasons that before I was like, nah, you need to have power level enabled. And I would just like slightly cringe whenever we'd be in like a six stack and one or two lower level players who were just getting back to the game were being encouraged. Like, hey, come play Iron Banner with us. And it's like, no, please don't play Iron Banner with us. I want to win. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys are going to be farmed for easy kills. Like, y'all will die very fast. I was playing, I was playing Iron Banner the other day, for instance. Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, Iron Banner goes live. Me, A1 Johnny, our buddy Phil, we're running around uh, with our friend, uh, with, 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 one, with one of our friends. And we, we get to this point and our friend, so our friend Haley is like 14, 12 or something. And the guy that I'm fighting against was 13, 15. He was level one in the season pass. I kid you not, three bullets killed, three bullets from an auto rifle killed this guy. Like, there was no line of defense there. And I'm running around, I'm like, 1570. 
Like, <laughs> I don't, 1570, 1580? I don't know what, what my max light is now. Like, I'm running around with some absurd power boost and feeling bad that I'm just torturing this poor guardian. I, I think that light level needs to be removed because, yes, I know that Trials also has amazing weapons and really cool armor. That stuff is here for a full year. Like, Iron Banner should be a mode that we all can embrace and have fun in. Yes, I understand it's supposed to have a bit more of a challenge, but listen, if you want to go play a mode where power is enabled and you, you have to swing your, your giant, you know, guardian schlong around, go play, go play survival, go play trials. Sorry, I hope that the comp revamp in two seasons brings you what you want. But Iron Banner, when it is something that is promoted as heavily as it is in-game, needs... And it it looks like an event every time it's there. You have this giant flaming shield in the tower. Like, you have these weekly bounties to go do. It only shows up three times a season. It should be an event to be celebrated. It shouldn't be something where, oh, if you're playing, you're actively being a detriment to your team. If you're not, like, the max, the max light level. Mm-hmm. Now, the meme I saw going around today was uh, uh, Mountaintop and Revoker uh, want to know oh. your location. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely expect this. And I was trying—I was talking to John about this earlier, and he, he says, ah, you know, we don't see it in control or in momentum or anything like that, so I'm not really that worried about it. I was like, those are more casual modes, though. Like, when people want to win, they're going to put that shit on. Mm-hmm. So I would not be shocked to see vaulted weapons uh not necessarily make a huge comeback but definitely make some sort of a comeback yeah uh in iron banner especially if it's ever and we'll get to this in a minute but they talk later on about wanting to uh rotate the mode every season if we ever get to iron banner momentum control that is going to be the wildest thing i've ever seen it's going to be just (laughs) mountaintop and recluse everywhere and you know who's going to lead the charge me I'm going to be running around with that stuff. <laughs> I have zero shame. I will be doing it. Catch me outside, running that, running my blast furnace, uh, which I still bust that and bygones out in regular momentum control just for fun. And people are like, yeah. what the like, what the fuck? What did he just kill me with? I killed you with a gun from four years ago that's long since been vaulted. Um, But I, I don't know. Like, I, I like this. I, I think that the majority of PvP should be open to everyone. You still have two playlists. Granted, one of them has like no rewards in it, but you still have two playlists with, at least in Trials, awesome rewards. You have great rewards. I would definitely say the guns and Trials are better than on average than what we get in Iron Banner. Oh, yeah. Like, the armor, I think, has looked better in Trials for the last couple of seasons than it has in Iron Banner. Dude, the Iron Banner armor... You don't look like sucks. looking like you belong uh, in the Little Mermaid 2. Oh man, you know, you know, I, I, I love it. You know, I love my fishnet crotch cover. You know, just saying. I'm just gonna clip that Do out you as not? an audio clip. I'm gonna make that my new text alert. Uh, my, you know, I love being in fishnet, uh, fishnet crotch coverings. <laughs> uh, just like have everyone stare at me like, oh, what? Um, uh, somebody, here, by here, the way, here. somebody from somebody from works all the tower casuals tweet out <laughs> oh uh, no yeah it, they were like what is that what, what does that even mean i'm like it's part of the show you'll just let it go it's fine oh my god <laughs> yeah i'm glad i've never had to explain any of my uh, off-kilter remarks on a podcast um 
Here, here's the next paragraph. This is what made, uh, I think, just everybody pretty much universally seem excited about this. I don't actually remember this mode a whole lot from Destiny 1, if we're being completely mm -hmm. honest. I did not play a ton of Crucible in D1 outside mm -hmm. of, like, Control. Yeah. But having Iron Banner be controlled the last few years has gotten stale. So for Season 17, we're bringing back an old favorite, Rift. And they're going to talk about this later on. Uh, our intention is to switch out the Iron Banner mode every season. Sometimes it might be a brand new or returning mode. Sometimes it might be an interesting twist on an existing mode. Love that. I can't wait it till it's supremacy. It's got to change every season. I remember in, uh, I think it was in Destiny when we had Iron Banner Mayhem once. Mm -hmm. And that was wild. That was absolutely wild. It's the most fun I've ever had in an Iron Banner. And like I was saying, momentum control, like Iron Banner SWAT, essentially, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is the kind of stuff that I want. I want something different. Like, I don't mind Iron Man or Control. It's just, I play Control every single week in my regular playlist. It's the default mode. Mm -hmm. I think it's time to put Control into the rotator and like, oh, it'll come up a couple times a season. Make Momentum the the default mode for a season or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or I Zone mean, Rift... Control. They're going to talk about later. Zone Control is coming back. Bring that Rift up. Is... Rift is cool. I think it's, I think it's a good mode to bring back for a mix of like oh well we want we want newer players to play this but also it has that competitive edge it's basically capture the flag essentially uh there's like yeah. a glowing orb somewhere and you have to run it back to your base yeah yeah it, it's basically destiny capture the flag with, with you know with a typical destiny twist you, you get a little bit more mm -hmm. powerful after the first few seconds only your team can see um whoever is holding the rift only their mm -hmm. teammates can see that you can revive each other I'm here for it. Zone Control's detail is coming back later on. And for those who don't remember, Zone Control is where you, in Destiny 1 at least, you scored 10 points uh, every five seconds. Um, I don't uh -huh. remember what the exact uh, limit was, the score limit, but that's what it was. You do not get points for kills, assists, or capturing or defending points. It's just for whatever ones you control. I remember really, or I guess it was in D2. I guess it was also in D2 at one point. I remember really liking this mode, though, because I like to just go sit in zones and defend them against an onslaught. Mm -hmm. I remember rather liking zone control. So I'm very, I'm very here for this. I think that as Iron Banner is going to be a ton of fun because people who do not like objectives are going to hate that. They're going to hate Rift. Like, they are going to force you to play objectives. And that's one thing I do like about Iron Banner is people actually play the objective most of the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm, I am absolutely 100% on board with this. Um, let's, let's talk rewards real quickly. So uh, Iron Banner tokens will be removed starting in season 17, and those will be replaced by a similar ranking system like Saint and Shacks. Earn Iron Engrams while ranking up and unlock cosmetic rewards and materials for your time playing. It's not just a reward track that's changing, though. Saladin is also getting a full focusing implementation as well. You'll be able to convert Iron Engrams into any current Iron Banner weapon or armor set that have been earned previously for a cost with in-game materials. In future seasons, we'll be looking at adding more, including Legacy Iron Banner gear and cosmetics. I love hearing that. That is the biggest change that needs to be made to some of these vendors is let me earn the legacy cosmetics. I didn't play Crucible during Black Armory. Let me get the stupid shader. Yeah. Okay, what what are we really earning from gatekeeping that for three years? Right? Uh -huh. 
Like, I, there, there is nothing to be gained. Just let me get the shader. It really bothers me when I see, like, a couple random ones that I miss because, oh, I didn't have anyone to play with during that season, and it was before I, like, had found a group to play with, so I missed out on getting some of these cosmetics. Right. And that's just the completionist in me. You can keep the Vanguard ones, though. I look like a traffic cone already. <laughs> um, here's how revamped Iron Banner rep will work. Play matches with each match earning more towards your total reputation. Win matches to earn a small bonus based on your current rank. Wear Iron Banner armor or ornaments on your own non-Iron Banner gear. That's, I think this is a key one. And equip Iron Banner weapons to max out your gear multiplier at 200%. Five total pieces must be equipped, those. Please remember this includes Iron Banner armor and ornaments. Complete daily challenges to tack on 100% to your challenge multiplier for the rest of the week. Yes, this means for each challenge. Use an Iron Banner emblem for an additional 10% emblem modifier. This is this is very similar to Iron Banner and Destiny 1. Uh-huh. Where yeah. you used to get, you got bonuses for the emblem, the shader, and the class item. Uh-huh. This is very similar to that, except there are more opportunities to stack more and more of these bonuses. Which means yeah. the faster you do that, the faster you're going to be resetting. Because here's the kicker. We'll talk, I don't know where this is listed at in the TWAB. I think it's a little bit farther down. We will only get Iron Banner twice this next season. Yeah. So you got to make the most of it during those two weeks. Like, I will not be able to play an awful lot. I'll be able to play during the week, the first week. But, like, my my birthday falls that weekend of the first Iron Banner. So I'll be playing again in July and hoping that I have time in July to play it. Um, Right that I can get to it. If not, I'll be stocking up on those legacy cosmetics later on. Um, <laughs> they, they included a few images here though, which I really like the rules for rift are there. And then next to it, it tells you um, how many challenges you've completed uh, your total multiplier, your gear equipped and your emblem. And it shows you what that's going to look like on that screen. So you can always tell. And I love seeing that, that, that is a much, 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 much appreciated change. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. Daily challenges. For the first four days of each Iron Banner week, Guardians will unlock a new daily challenge. These challenges unlock each day, whether you complete them or not. So if you log in on Friday, you can do them all in succession if you want to. Rewards will also stack reputation bonuses for the remainder of the week alongside a Pinnacle Iron Ingram. The weekly bounties that typically award Pinnacles have been deprecated appropriately to balance out this challenge. Um, So, okay, it's not going to be a reliable source of a ton of Pinnacles anymore. But you should still, if it's like it is when you level up at other vendors, you will still get them for each major rank up through your first reset. Um, cool. I, I'm here for it. That Those are going to award, award Iron Banner gear. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Big, big breath Big breath. This may be my favorite change of all this stuff. It's something that Johnny and I have been asking for for literally years now, and they're finally doing it. It's not easy being an Iron Lord, so there should be something a little extra spicy to reflect the hard work. With these new Iron Banner reworkings, a new seal and title will also be available to earn. Don't expect this one to be simple or an easy grab. Becoming an Iron Lord is no joke. It requires dedication, gumption, and some spiffy gear. To set expectations for the new seal and title, Iron Lord hopefuls can expect to spend around 15 to 20 hours to unlock this flare. Some of the more hardcore players could unlock this in one week of focus, but we expect most players they need a second week, maybe even a second season. Intrepid Iron Lords will be able to guild the title in season 18. Ooh. 
I'll say this right now for anybody who unlocks it and does not want their seal, their physical seal, I will buy it off you. I will 100% buy this off you if I do not get this done by the end of my season. I will 100% buy it off you. The offer stands. I'll do it. Don't push me. Don't tempt me. The offer stands. Uh, becoming a young wolf. <clears throat> a new quest? Who this? For anyone who may be scratching their head at some of these changes, Lord Saladin will offer a brand new quest that will introduce all these features and demonstrate how they work. You only have to run through it once per account, but with this reset, we wanted everyone to get the same introduction. Even Iron Banner veterans will need to do this. In fact, you'll need to start this quest to even access Iron Banner. To even have to change into the welcome to the new quest, we will no longer be producing the seasonal Iron Banner quest. Which brings thank us God. to our next point. So first off, thank God that seasonal quest is gone. Dude, the seasonal quest sucked. The seasonal I'm quest sorry. fucking sucks, okay? When you have to go get 20 hand cannon kills, when you don't use hand cannon, get 15 sniper kills, get 10 heavy kills. Yeah, usually when the sniper step became involved, I was like, I'm done. Uh, I'm Yeah, done. at that point, I just like had to throw a couple matches, and I was not thrilled. Yeah. At least with the hand cannon, you can run around with crimson. It's yeah. basically a sawed-off pulse rifle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love this. Salad and Hangs is out to lunch. Be back in 15 minutes sign. Due to his increased responsibilities on the War Council, he now runs Iron Banner in the Tower just twice a season. Iron Banner will be more in line with those annual events. You'll never see Iron Banner run during annual festivities. So I take that to mean we will not see it during like Solstice or Dawning or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, for Season 17, Iron Banner will run during these times. Week 2 and week eight, which start on May 31st and July 12th, respectively. Uh, I, I'm okay with this, but those are like two extremely busy weeks for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like that it's only two because I'll be honest, I usually don't play by the third week. I usually don't care. I finish my Iron Banner quest in like the first two days and, you know, get a couple drops of the gear. And I'm like, hmm, well, what do I do during Iron Banner week now? I don't need pinnacles as we push farther into the season. Um, and I have like 3,000 tokens to turn in before he leaves on Monday, so... Yeah, you better get on that. Yeah. I'm uh, literally you... going to do it just for the Banshee rep at this point. I'm so close to that stupid golf ball. <laughs> Rift is back. If you're like us, Rift has a very special place in the PvP playing heart of yours. We're excited to bring back the stable, but for those who may be new to this, here's what you need to know. Rift is an objective-based crucible mode. It plays more like a game of soccer or rugby, but with pew-pew weapons and no passing. Then it does clash. <laughs> Teams of Guardian will attempt to take the spark from the middle of the map into the base of the enemy team and dunk it into the rift. One dunk equals one point. The first to make it to five points or have the upper hand mark, upper hand by the 10-minute mark wins. There are rules to this. Um, you guys have fun reading those. Um, I don't think I need to give us the play-by-play -play of the rules for rift. Um, no. I mean, basically, if you don't do it in a under a timer, your bomb will blow up. Like yep. the rift is like a bomb, and it'll blow up, and you'll die. So, yep. have fun. Yeah, have fun. Um, but, but, but it plays so very differently than anything we have in the Crucible right now. It's available during the two weeks of Iron Banner, and will be available as a rotator in the main Crucible playlist in season eighteen. Um, but in addition to Rift's triumphant return, we also created a brand new map specifically designed for this game mode. It's one of our largest maps yet, but features areas that are made for different combat styles, particularly short, mid, and long-range combat. The map is called Disjunction and is a symmetric map with a base on either end, three lanes with plenty of crossovers and large backfields. It takes place in the Swampy Pyramid area of Sabatoon's Throne World, so expect lots of many budded horses, transparent brown glass, and art deco designs. 
uh, again, this is the image at the top of the header. Uh, in the header, they give you the full image here. This is really cool looking. It looks like it's straight out of Birthplace of the Vile or mm -hmm. straight out of like the wall surrounding uh, as you approach the pyramid. This is really cool. It looks like it could be straight mm -hmm. out of the intro to the raid. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and I, I like that they clarify this here. Disjunction will be available on day one of season 17 for all 6v6, 3v3, and free-for-all modes in Crucible, as well as an Iron Banner. That screams to me, this is going to be a Trials map. Yeah. This is definitely going to be a Trials map at some point. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine making a new map and not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that is not all. Ooh. We have other Crucible changes coming. Whew. Season 17 is also bringing back zone control to the Crucible. For anyone who might not be familiar, it's a 6v6 mode like control, only that Guardians don't get any points for kills, because sometimes matching with random players can dis result in disjointed team play that can obscure objective focus. To keep all eyes on the objective, players will get points every 15 seconds for every zone that is in their control, so it is very much more diving into a defensive area control game that will allow players to highlight various skill and abilities, rather than just focusing on landing that headshot. Each waypoint has a timer that shows when points are being awarded, in addition to which team currently owns it. This is a team effort. Solo capping takes 22.5 seconds versus having a full fire team playing together can cap a zone in seven and a half seconds. Cap all zones and dramatic music will intensify. I, I love zone control. Zone yeah, control is wild. Cool I like playing the objective, though. Yeah. Not that I'm not good at shooting things and going pew, pew, bang, bang. I really like playing objectives. Uh, yeah, I mean, I prefer the objective modes over just, like, team deathmatch or whatever. Right unless now. unless it's momentum control. Yeah. I, I well, do truly love me some momentum control. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, if you're just going into the Crucible, right, you're, I would rather play those modes, like, the... the uh, objective-based modes, unless I'm going in with a group of friends, like, really trying to win, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, in addition to what's new, we are also making some tuning changes. Oh, excuse me. Hang on. Ooh. We're actually gonna... I skipped the entire paragraph here. Um, Zone Control will be launched via a new Crucible Labs node starting in week 5, which starts on June 21st. It will be available until the end of the season, with the exception of when Iron Banner is live. I am very excited to see how this goes. I will be playing a lot of zone control in trials or trials of crucible labs. Mm -hmm. I like zone control. I cannot wait to see this come into the game at full time. Yeah. Um, in addition to what's new, we're also making tuning changes to various existing crucible modes control. The team gains one point per participant when capturing a zone rather than one flat point as it was in destiny one. I really cannot believe it took us five years to get to this point, but here we are. Here we are. We are going into, we are approaching year six of Destiny 2, and we are finally getting this change. That is fucking wild. <laughs> that's fucking wild that it took this long. Well, it took us two years to get away from 4v4, though, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'll take what I can get, but ridiculous. Um, elimination. Time limit is lowered to 90 seconds to match Trials of Osiris. Good. Uh, Mayhem. Points for super kills increased to three instead of two. The score target has been raised from 150 to 200, and the time limit has been decreased from 8 minutes to 7 minutes. Ooh. Great. I love Mayhem. Uh, Rumble increased the time limit to 10 minutes from 8, and Showdown increased round score targets to 15. It was 10. <sighs> we are almost at the end of uh, all these changes. Are you sure? Yep. We are at, we're moving out of the Crucible and into Gambit. 
Oh, God. Into Gambit. Poor Gambit. Dude, I played the absolute least amount of Gambit I've ever played this season, and Dude. I still feel like I played too much. <laughs> I So, I was playing Gambit last week with Mitch, uh, our friend Mitch, and he, uh, like, we were playing, we were like, yeah, we should probably do it just to get just to get the pinnacle or whatever. We couldn't even finish because it was so bad. Like we played two matches and I think you need to play four for the pinnacle. And we were like, nah, we're, we're good. We're, we're good. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I, I like getting all the cosmetics in a season and I'm staring at this drifter ghost projection, knowing I'll probably never use it, but I really want it just because I can have it. Uh-huh. And I'm three ranks away from it. I'm really debating how much Gambit I want to play these last two weeks. I don't think you want to play that much Gambit. I don't think I want to play that gonna... much Gambit. No, it was a, it was enough of a slog just to get the shader. So yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can endure this. Um, the Gambit ornament spoilers is something I absolutely skipped for my seasonal challenges. I played comp over doing this. I played comp in Crucible over choosing to go and earn the Gambit one. I. If you I mean, like Gambit, right? hats off to you if you enjoy Gambit. Uh, no no disrespect intended, not trying to be rude, but man, if there's one glaring spot, PvP has obviously needed love for a long time, but I don't even know if Gambit is able to be saved at this point. I'd almost rather the resources like, cool, if you're going to fix it, pull it off, pull it out of the game altogether, give it a dedicated team, let everyone just else just work it. on making strikes and Crucible the best they can possibly be right now. Right, just vault it at this point. And I mean, vault it and work on it. Have a team yeah. kind of working on it passively and then bring it back in like a year or so. There, There is no shame. I understand, And I understand like you want to keep three, you know, th- three uh, rotational activities or three, three ritual activities as we call them. You know, Trials obviously cannot step in as one. Iron Banner cannot step in as one. Um, maybe just embrace the seasonal stuff as one for a while. I don't right. know. I, I really don't know what else to tell you. It's just like something has to go by the wayside eventually for me to right. enjoy the game and Gambit. When I don't play Gambit, I enjoy the game significantly more. Yeah. What I don't get are the people who are like, oh, Gambit sucks, but oh my God, PVP sucks. Like, man, listen, maybe just playing against other players is not, or playing objectives is not for you. And there is no shame in that, but mm-hmm. not everything is busted just because you're not having a fun time. Like that, I think part of that is just your attitude. Like right. your attitude can make a huge difference. And I like I'm that's not me excusing the problems that PvP and Gambit clearly have. I do not have fun playing Gambit, no matter if I'm with friends or not. So I do not engage with the mode. I have fun in the Crucible, even if I'm losing because I'm with my buddies. I'm with my friends. When we get a six stack in there on a Friday night during Iron Banner, like we're probably going to tomorrow, that is a blast. I love doing that. I'm gonna have so much fun doing that in Rift. Or, you know, if zone control is it next season, or momentum controller, God, God, heaven help us. When mayhem happens, that's when I'm gilding the title. Because I love mayhem so much. I You will catch me in there every single day of Iron Banner when mayhem is finally it. Yeah. But these all feel like, at the same time, I, I'm hesitant to heap too much praise on Bungie right now. Because these are changes that should have been enacted years ago. And I can't believe yeah. it really took us this long to get to this point. Um, which yeah. really begs the question of, wow, they really like those are clearly the teams that they had to staff up was Crucible and Rituals, <clears throat> because man, it is abundantly clear that the all the resources just went into 
uh, the end game act into the story, you know, into, the, into building the Witch Queen campaign, into building the seasonal stuff, the seasonal arenas, and then to doing raids and dungeons to guarantee us a raid in a dungeon every single season. And I've always said, like, I will take that material over PvP, but now that we got all that straightened out, it was time to staff up on PvP. And I can only hope that this is just the beginning and that we can get to a point where we're getting, like, maybe one new map and one unvaulted one every season. I hope is the cadence we can get to. Developing new maps and modes takes time. I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't. It's not like in the heyday of Halo. I've seen people point out, like, oh my god, Bungie used to make so many maps for Halo. Certain Affinity made so many of those maps, guys. I really hate to break it to you. Like, Certain Affinity did all of those as a support studio. They continue to do them into Halo 4 or 5. They're working on them with Infinite. They're working on a Battle Royale. Like, they hire external studios to do this. Bungie is trying to do it all in-house. They don't have, like they did at the beginning of D2 and during D1, they don't have Vicarious Visions to help anymore. You know, they, they don't have those support studios from Activision. And that has been a, that has been very noticeable, particularly when it comes to the Crucible. I think if, it, if they still had those, one of those would have been like, you are only making PvP stuff. You are working on fixing Gambit. Go. Right. We want to yep. handle the stuff the stuff that, you know, the vast majority of the player base is buying the game for, and then they're going to fan out to your modes after a week or so. Yeah. So we got to have the pinnacle story content and the raids and the dungeons, stuff like that. We need you guys to work on the stuff that is going to be here for the long term. So it's got to work. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I don't know if the solution is, you know, partner with their studio. I'm really hoping that, with them being acquired by Sony, maybe that'll help, like, you get some more resources in, or, like, hey, maybe, um, was it, uh, SIE has a, uh, has an internal studio that just helps with building assets, polishing, and things like that, like, maybe some yeah, of them can be converted. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, they were originally, like, put on the help with the last of us remake the rumor they the were heading the project that studio yeah. was developing it themselves to prove they can make mm -hmm. their own game and yeah. sony just kind of handed that the naughty dog from what we heard and we of course yeah. this is all you're saying we don't know if it's real or not maybe you take some of them like even like 50 of them because that's supposedly a studio of like hundreds of people maybe you can divert some of them to say hey we really need you guys to help with we know one of the problems is the optimization of the old maps into the new engine you guys yeah. are, we're going to take some of the engineers well, and hey, Bungie is sharing some resources with us to help us build live service games. We're going to share some of our people to help them get their game fully optimized. Right. I mean, they could serve that role that High Moon originally was, right? And, yeah. And yeah, 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 absolutely. Part of Vicarious Visions, right? I mean, they could totally yeah. fill that role. So that that soliloquy aside, let, let's talk a little bit of Gambit here. Gambit matches are taking 60 seconds longer per match than the Beyond Light version, while still no. being a few minutes shorter than either Forsaken Era Gambit or Gambit Prime. Uh, reputation gain rate has dropped behind both Crucible and Vanguard, so we're bringing some adjustments in. Base Great. reputation gain for a match is up from 50 to 75. We've also increased Ooh. the value of each streak to 20, up from 15. This increases the top-end reputation gain, a win on a five-streak during Mythic Legend ranks to 250 a match, up from 200, and on the low end, a loss with no streak to 75, up from 50. Gain should be around 25% faster just from this change. I cannot tell you how this is not enough. I cannot emphasize enough how this is not enough of a change. Who is getting on? Who is playing Gambit for five matches in a row to get the maximum streak and winning at that? 
Like who who is actually doing that? Uh, Gosh, no- nobody's. I like. I only who is resetting this twice? Who's playing? Who's playing Gambit that much? First of all. The only time I ever play Gambit is when it's the beginning of like a season and I need to get the pinnacle. Yep. Yep. I play enough to get my shader and then I bow out. I, I don't have enough time the ornaments to... ornaments when they were a quest, and this just reinforces the ornaments need to be quest objectives. They do not need to be in the rewards track for two resets. You cannot expect us to do that and want to participate in the new Iron Banner and participate in trials and in seasonal activities and the storylines. Like There is not enough time. This is yeah. this is a game that you guys have built as like we don't want this to be like the only game that you play. We want this to be your main game, but not your only game. Right? You, you, y'all are making it really hard the way that you've structured some of these rewards. And like I get it; those are there for the hardest of the hardcore players. I totally understand that. They've got to be a little bit more obtainable because you took a very obtainable way to earn these and made them a real pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It's like. For example, John is running into the problem where he doesn't earn the Vanguard ornament half the time because he spends so much time working on GMs and he only gets the credit for finishing the GM. You'll get credit for all the failed runs. Right. That's wild. That's absolutely wild to me that it takes so long. But there are some reputation street balancings across the board, which I'm going to attempt to... I'm going to attempt to discuss this because this is just very weirdly worded. Ritual reputation streak balancing. The activity streak now takes the sum of streak values across the four reputations, crucible, gambit, strikes, and dares, uh, and adjusts them to a maximum (laughs) of five total. If you complete a match that would bring the sum of these over five, it subtracts a point from the streak of every ritual besides the one you just played. More importantly, entering any non-ritual activity has no effect. Great. I love to be able to run to Xur or to like go do something in the throne world real fast without losing my streaks. Right. Because that's terrible. That's horrible. Yeah, I hated so doing stupid. that. I hate doing that. Like I wanted I want to be able to yeah. go do something and then come back, right? Like I don't I don't understand so, why that streak went let, away. Let, let's 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 break this down. So yeah. as an example, you play five crucible matches. You have an activity streak value of crucible at five. Let's say you leave to play a Gambit match. You now have Gambit streak of one, Crucible of four. You can go back to the Crucible and still have a four streak. You play two more Gambit matches. I don't know why you would, but you decided to. You're now at Gambit three, Crucible two. Let's say you play a strike. You now have Vanguard one, Crucible one, Gambit two, and so on and so forth. I do think that this is probably going to confuse... If, if newer players... Were to look at this, they'd probably be a little confused. It's going to make sense within the context of the game. It's just one of those things that looks yeah. really weird on paper, I think. Yeah. And to hear like us talk about, but you'll notice it, mm-hmm. which is great because I can't tell you how many times we've sat there and we've like really just beat our head against the wall, you know, playing a lot of Crucible. And then, oh, we had a couple of people drop. Hey, let's go get a Gambit match or two. And since we still got four people, or oh, let's go try and bang out this Grandmaster, but we're going to preserve our streak during like double infamy week like we worked really hard to get that streak we're right. we want to break off and try a grandmaster or go do like a legend nightfall and then oh we're gonna run back and do more gambit later on again don't right. know why you would do that but that's the scenario in which i see this happen right um you know or oh so and so just hopped on i'm gonna hop out of my freelance uh trials run and i'm gonna go do uh, a legend psyops with with john and max and then, oh, we got that done? Cool. I can run straight on back with no penalty whatsoever. Like, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. 
especially for these right. double XP leagues. You right. know, like sometimes you just need a break, or you know, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go do something else, or I need to, do, I need to go run uh, some lost sectors when I wake up in the morning. You know, before I jump into more Crucible during Iron Banner League. Right. I don't know. Like these, these are all just hypothetical scenarios, and I, I think this is a really good change overall, even if it is a little bit confusing to look at on paper. Yes. Yeah. And last but not least, Grandmaster rejoin. Uh, <laughs> exciting news, aka all you Alaskans, conquerors <laughs> with bad connections. Starting in season seventeen, if you error coded out of a non-match made nightfall at any level, you will now rejoin after login. While in this state, you will not be able to change builds or equipment in the game app or any third-party websites. Awesome. I have been screwed so many times when we've been getting to the end of an activity and I've gotten bounced. Because your internet's so great. I tell you so how annoying that is. <laughs> what? I said because your internet's so great. Dude, I'm... Man, I, I'm so mad. We had a power <laughs> surge earlier today and I was like, God, I hope it just fried the router, honestly. Side I tangent. Was, I was Josh could... this episode in the parking lot of a Starbucks. <laughs> we uh, before we started recording, Josh couldn't see me or this timer in the top of the corner of the. I was so call. mad. It's a combination of my internet and the fact that my laptop is from like 2014. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, oh my god. Uh, here's a change that uh, I was not jazzed about. This is the last change we have to talk about. I think this is actually kind of bullshit. Um, I cannot imagine anybody actually thinking this is a cool idea. Eververse changes. Uh-oh. Um, man, in seasons, I got real concerned here for a second. In season 17, Brightest Acquisition from Bounties and Challenges will be the same as season 16, but we are adding a voluntary option for rank purchases. Much like in season 16, rank purchasing will be available starting in week three. We will also be offering a new rank package that includes 10 season ranks that you can purchase once a season. Available in the Eververse Seasons tab on the first day of Season 17, there will be the option of the Season Pass plus 10 ranks for 2,000 silver or the standalone 10 season ranks for 1,000 silver. You already have the season. This is fucking bullshit. 10 levels in the Season Pass is nothing. Yeah, I know. I, I, I want to put this into perspective, okay? If I were to spend 2,000 silver worth roughly in Fortnite, that gets me a quarter of my battle pass mm -hmm. which i still think is absurd i think yeah. that's still absurd to pay for this I mean, is a wild a dollar a level yeah for 10 I mean, levels i cannot imagine anybody is going to do this i mean this, it's a dollar a level anyway i don't understand why this is this like is, a thing like it's a dollar insane. a level anyway I don't know. This is insane. I hate this. I hate everything about this. This is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. This looks horrible. Bungie, just God, why? Why? They, we were just starting to say how Eververse was looking better, too. Why Why would you do this were, to me, man? Were, were we, though? I was. I 100% was. And this just is going to increase the calls, which I'm 100% on board with, of putting some silver in the, in the season pass if you're going to pull this kind of shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I it's not like, it's also not like Fortnite where I can go through and selectively like pick my rewards either. Like you are forced into, you have to claim them in order. I think, I think this should be, uh, I think in the season pass, there should be enough silver in the season pass to purchase the next season. But if you're going to buy all four seasons, you get a discount at the beginning of the the expansion right i won't so i won't go that far um i do under like this is not a multi-billion dollar company like uh 
epic. You know, maybe Sony will let them change the battle pass. Somebody should tell Sony that. Well, okay, so okay, they are a multi-billion company. They're not bringing in billions of dollars annually off cosmetics alone. They're bringing in millions, not billions. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's... Um, it, but this is absolutely wild. I I don't understand this. Um, I, I I cannot possibly imagine why you would spend this amount of money for ten levels of a battle pass that has no discernible benefits. Plus, like, like every week, like every week, you get an XP bonus for your first three levels, anyway. Yeah, for your first five, you get an XP bump. Like if you're just playing normally in a week, it is not uncommon to get eight or nine levels. I mean, yeah, if you're playing normally, <laughs> if you're playing like hardcore, if you're playing like as most people do the like first game one, Johnny and I go in on the first couple weeks of a season, we're done with the pass by like week four. I mean, I think I think after the first week of this season, I was at rank twenty. After the first, week. Uh, I was at forty-two going into the second week. Yeah, so I mean, now like, that is because partially because I stocked up a ton. I stocked up like ten levels worth of bounties. Right. I hit as many challenges as I could that first week. I finished the campaign. I did my all my pinnacle activities. I I did right, all the, my weeklies. Like that's the other thing. Like every, I would say <laughs> every three seasonal challenges, you rank up two levels. I would say. I don't know. It's just absolutely nuts that it's, people is... are going to pay for this. I hate it. I hate yeah, this. I mean, this I looks don't... really bad on a, on a business model that people already don't like. This looks even worse. Yeah. I mean, I just look, I'm not going to participate in it. I no, God, no, this looks bad. I, I think but... 99% of us are just going to, we're going to make fun of it. We're going to criticize it heavily like we are. And then we're going to move on with our lives. But this looks really bad on a storefront that has, historically not been well received right so uh moving on to something a little bit more exciting though the cosplay cosmodrome is coming july 7th um what is the cosplay cosmodrome it is nine talented cosplayers showing off their skills as they attempt to put their own creative spin on the moth mom savathun um yeah there is a whole uh there, there's a whole post about it that went up today. Um, some of the uh, the cosplay creators that are going to be working on them from across the world, um, including as far away as Australia and uh, the UK. I'm excited to see how this goes. I think some of the stuff, some of the cosplays that they show here are really, really cool. Um, especially the uh, the Hunter Trials armor uh, is awesome. I am excited to see how this goes. We're going to see the final reveal of their Sabathun cosplays on Bungie Day on July 7th, which also, coincidentally, Corey, I was adding up how our episodes fall. Our 100th episode of Tower Casuals will be recorded on Bungie Day. Will it? It will. No it way. will fall exactly on Bungie Day. I kid oh you God. not. I kid you not. I was looking at it today. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Prepare for that. I forgot we had several weeks where we doubled up on episodes, so that like canceled out the breaks that we've taken. Yeah. 100 episodes Wait, will fall exactly on Bungie Day. My son is excited. I don't know if you heard that. I did uh, not hear that. Oh, well. Uh, man, that's, that's so awesome. That's so cool. I meant to mention oh, that gosh. earlier, and I completely forgot until I saw the mention of Bungie Day. Oh my gosh, dude, that's amazing. That's so how did we do that? How did we how did we do that? 
That's so cool. I don't know, but that is just talk about the most uncanny coincidence. Oh. Actually, you know what, Josh? I think two years ago when we started this show, we planned it out that way. Yeah, you you know what? We're just we're gonna take the win and just roll with it. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty great. Um, of course, remember your Iron Banner tokens will be useless after Saladin leaves on the seventeenth. Uh, your Etheric Spiral will be completely useless uh, once the ne- new season starts. So turn those into Rahul for some glimmer. Uh, the vendor rewards will reset, of course. Um, and yeah, man, that is uh, that is the end of our Schwab this week. Nice. Whew, it has been it has been an absolute just heck of a Guardian Games. I am. I'm not hating it. I really like the strike scoring. I like that people were figuring out ways to cheese the score to over a million, so they had to do a hot fix. <laughs> um, that is really funny. Um, yeah, I at, saw that. The, Rick Kakis, I think, had the best reaction to it. Uh, Bungie players, when they're at, or Destiny players, when they're asked to actually play the game, and it was like a kid throwing a fit. Um, that's kind of how I felt seeing the reactions to the hot fix on Tuesday morning. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm wow. excited to see what happens here. Uh, this ought to be real good. Um, yeah, it's good. It's, it's gonna be fun. There, there's some fun stuff coming up. It's the summer. New season is about to start in two weeks. I am like making a summoning circle that we hear about Solar 3.0 next week because I'm getting really scared now. <laughs> I am scared at the possibility of having to go into this season knowing nothing about the changes to the supers and having or... to just figure it out on the fly. What if they're just like, we know you're expecting solar, but here's the arc 3.0. I swear to God. I sw- <laughs> Either one. Either one would just be terrible at this point. Because, like, if I go in not knowing what's happening with solar, on one hand, I'd be really excited because I love discovering things in-game. And we're going to have a brand new dungeon that day. Like, the idea of trying to figure out solar builds while we have a brand new dungeon in front of us is thrilling. Yeah. But... If they pull a fast one and put Ark in, I'm going to be like, all right, Ark has to go on the back burner until I finish this stupid dungeon. Then I'll finally play around with the twirly stick again. As a hunter, Ark does nothing for me. They have to give me the, they need to give me the spear for me to care about Ark. Just saying. I have to have the spear from PsyOps to care about Ark anymore. I still need to go find the, the, what's the chess piece for the Striker Titan? I still need to go get that. Uh, Curious of the Falling Star? Yeah. I just, I just haven't gone to do those stupid things, you know. Like I just haven't gone to go do them. So, I don't know. All right, Corey, let's shift to let's shift to lore corner uh, for the lore week. corner. Lore corner. Uh, we're gonna read the Guardian Games class items. We're gonna read two of them this week. We're gonna save the Titan Mark for next week. Um, they oh. they all kind of weave together to tell a story. We definitely have to read the Hunter one first, and then I think we should go to the Warlock one. Um, but this one is the Metal Mantle. Your reputation precedes you like a disregarded warning. Prakesh was relieving himself against the base of the tower when his bodyguard Tolnik gave a sharp whistle. The bookie hurriedly rearranged himself and whirled around to find a trio of hunters walking through the courtyard. Tolnik kept his eyes on the fire team while whispering from the side of his mouth, You're still unzipped. Unzipped. Prakesh scoffed. Worry about them, not my... Alphanus too. Good to see you, the bookie suddenly shouted in greeting as one of the hunters approached. Come to place a few more Ingrams on tonight's matches. The fire team leader rested his hand coolly on his sidearm. 
his compatriots lollygagged in the courtyard juggling knives back and forth. Actually, I've come to call off our bets, Alphanis too said casually. Prakesh furrowed his brow. Why's that? Not like you to miss the opening night of the games. The hunter shrugged. We got better odds elsewhere. Tolnik's eyebrows shot up. Prakesh's blinked slowly as if he'd been slapped. In the courtyard, the two hunters began to bicker. They flung their knives back and forth with increasing ferocity. Prakesh recovered and continued nonchalantly. Yeah, sure thing, Alfie. He tapped the data pad on his arm. There, all your bets are off. The hunter eased off his sidearm. Thanks, Kesh. Behind him, one of his teammates yowled as a knife pierced his thigh. Alphanus II rolled his eyes. The hell are you idiots doing? He shouted over his shoulders. He stabbed me, the inter-hunter hollered. Not my fault you can't catch, his juggling partner smugly replied. The wounded guardian ripped the knife dramatically from his thigh and held it aloft. Shatter knife, he screamed as he launched himself at his assailant. The pair fell to the ground, wrestling over the bloody knife. Alphanus II dove into the fray, trying to break it up. Their ghosts materialized above them, shouting in tiny voices. Tolnik shook his head in disbelief as the trio rolled around on the ground, spamming one another with melee attacks. Prakash leaned over and muttered, Let's find out who's biting our business. We may need to send a message. Tolnik nodded slowly. I'm on it, boss. And we're just going to go out and launch straight into the second one. It's the Warlock Bond. Yeah, let's do it. The Metal Bond. Your reputation precedes you like a hint of perfume on the breeze. Prakash and his bodyguard Tolnik have been watching crowds of betters come in and out of the Elixni Quarter for over an hour. Clearly, whoever was stealing their business was gaining momentum. The bookmarker spotted a fire team of warlocks wafting, wafting down the street like a perfume breeze. He approached them with his most disarming smile. Hey, you guys are warlocks, right? Prakash feigned a slight bumpkin accent. Their leader, a shadebinder, held out his hand and summoned a shimmering crystal shard out of thin air. Crystal staff out of thin air. What tipped you off, he smirked. His teammates posed smugly behind him. It's your uh, fancy bracelets, Prakesh replied, pointing to the warlock's arm. That's a Celestine Bond, you goober, the posing Dawnblade sneered. Neat! I just got here from the farm, Prakesh said, leaning into his plucky yokel act. I want to bet on the warlocks to win the Guardian games, because you guys are obviously the toughest, most dangerous class. Behind him, Tolnik faked a coughing fit to hide a guffaw. You're smarter than you look, the Shanebinder sneered. The problem is, Prakash went on, I don't know where to place my bet. Do you know of any bookers around here? Dawnblade rolled her eyes. They're called bookies. Wow, Prakash replied. You guys are so sophisticated. Just show this to one of the fallen, the Shadebinder offered, and they'll point you in the right direction. He handed Prakash a scrap of paper. Now step aside, he continued. We have to meditate on the nature of unbeing before getting drunk tonight. The trio pushed past Prakash, floating their way toward the tower. The bookie made a rude gesture at the retreating fire team and walked back to Tolmik. They looked down at the calling card. It was worse than they feared. Emblazoned across the paper was the emblem of a big black spider. Spider has come to the tower, my friends! Great. This is surely going to come up. I wonder if they'll really hold this for next Guardian games, though. Surely they aren't going to hold this. Look, I'm just glad the, the bookie is back. Uh, the, the bookie was one of our favorite characters last season. Yeah, he's the best. The bookie is the best. Now, does the bookie is the bookie in cahoots with Spider? Here's the thing. Spider coming to the tower. Hmm. I don't know. 
uh, clearly, I, I think that whenever we get, and it, I mean, it could be as early as next season, because we have no idea what next season is about. Whatever the next season featuring Mithrax is, it's a safe bet to assume Spider could be the could be the boss of the dungeon. I mean, he could. Spider clearly yeah, still has a role to play Spider, in this story. He does, but I don't think he's going to be some sort of boss. He seems kind of like a almost like a mobster boss where like he doesn't really oh, yeah. do anything. He makes all of his, you know, henchmen do it. Tanix is there. Tanix is the boss of the dungeon. Oh my god. If Tanix is the boss of the dungeon, I quit. I absolutely quit. Randall the Vandal and Tanix team up. Randall and Tanix team up. <laughs> I would qu- I would quit. That that's Maybe. disgusting. I would quit. I, I want them to have some sort of, like, dumb joke raid at some point. Like, maybe when, like, Destiny is, like, maybe after the final shape or something, and they're, like, it's, like, one last hurrah for Destiny 2 or whatever, and they make some dumb joke raid or something where it's, like, all the inside jokes make it into one raid. That, okay, that would be pretty great. Yeah, like, Tanix is clearly going to be the boss of the of the raid, or maybe he's the first boss. And the second boss. <laughs> it's just all the... Like, you have regular Tanix, you have Taken Tanix, you have yeah. Tanix from the Deepstone Crypt, and then you just have, like, his head as the final boss. Yeah. He's just, like, become sentient. Yeah. <laughs> that would and then it lo- that's, like, the opening of the raid is, like, you go through this whole raid and you think it's over, and then that's just, like, the first encounter is just a Tanix encounter. <laughs> yeah, it could definitely be worse. Um... I, I feel like we're we're careening towards the end of Spider's story, and they pretty clearly set it up yeah. the last couple seasons that it's going to intersect with Mithrax. Because uh, yeah. he's in direct opposition to what Mithrax is doing. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of wondering, you know, like, is he really going to step in as the leader of the Fallen that refused to come in under Mithrax? Because his criminal empire has been dismantled now, this and that. Or is he going to, like, reluctantly try and... Or is he going to try to get the help of the Guardian and we have to kind of strafe between working for spider and working with Mithrax, kind of a kind of a forsaken situation the enemy of the enemy is my friend um who knows yeah so who knows who knows who can say you know who can say we might be able to in two short weeks maybe (laughs) maybe i think that's gonna do it Corey. take us away we have a question, Josh. Oh my god, we do have a question. I can't believe I almost forgot the question. We can't we can't not answer the question. Oh my god. Alright, guys, I'm really out of it. It's fine. So this it's comes, all right, Josh. This this question comes in from Andre, of course. Uh he asked in his video today this week, what would your top three quality of life changes be if you could make any three in destiny? So I'm, I'm gonna give you Andre's answers first. And I'm gonna give you some time to think about these, Corey, because I think I have mine set up. Uh, Andre's, uh, went, he wanted a, a social space for guardians for just for your fire team, like guardian apartment. We talked about guardian mm-hmm. apartments. Totally on yeah. board with the idea. Number two, give me a double finisher to do with my teammates. Feels like a no brainer. If you want to make that Eververse money in a way that's not as gross as buying 10 levels on the battle pass. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, give us some, give us some more vehicle options. Um, Oh yeah, vehicles for sure. Uh, like uh, being able to ride like like a like a space ATV or something. Uh, what yeah. was his proposition? Um, 
I definitely agree with two of these. So I'll go ahead. I'll give you some time to think, Corey. I'll give you a little bit of time to think on this. Uh, social space is absolutely my number one one. I, I've said yeah. for a while, Guardian Apartment. Let me show off. Let me show off my guns that are maybe vaulted. Let me let me put my mountaintop and my recluse up on the wall. You know, and when people inspect them, they can see the kill mm-hmm. trackers on them. How many lifetime kills I got with those? And you know, modes. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me hang up some mementos, kind of like you have in the ice hut on uh, Europa. Let me have. Yeah. Let me keep Tanix's head instead of being in Elsie's little igloo. Let me put Tanix's head up above <laughs> my bed. Yeah. That way I can always keep two eyes on him and make sure that he's actually dead. Um, you know, let, let me earn, you know, j- instead of just earning like, oh, you got a Gambit Mimino and you can slap on a gun. Give me like, a, give me like a little mini, like, a, give me like a moat to put up on my shelf or like a mini bank or like a little like snow globe with a primeval like dancing in it or something. Give me some of that stuff. Like, let me, let me see my ship parked out there. Have a garage with like my top three sparrows. Um... You know, let, let me do something like that. N- number two, I'm going to agree with the double finisher. I would like to see the double finisher uh, just because I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally hit a finisher the same time as a teammate, and it looks like we're doing a double finisher, and it's just not. Uh, I would really like that. But I think instead of a double finisher, I'd like to see team-up supers. I would love for, you know, Johnny and I love comic books. We, we love Marvel Comics. We love the X-Men. I would love for him to be able to pick me up and just fling me. Let him do Colossus's fastball special. You know, let let him throw me. Let uh, let a I, I don't know. Let a warlock get like uh, when I pull out my bow. Let the warlock go like real small. Let me let me shoot the bow and arrow like it's uh, you know, Scott Lang riding in on Clint's arrow. Uh, let me do something like that. Give me some. Give me some double supers. Give me double supers before you give me double finishers. Um, I, I just I, I feel like both of these are like no brainers. Maybe they don't work in the current game, but uh, the, these got to be no brainers for down the line for Destiny. I think number three, it would be um, make all sparrows. I don't know, like the same speed or give them like unique stats because. Right now, it's just, and I get like, oh, it's just kind of all about like what looks the best. Like, give me more customization for sparrows. Give me sparrow horns back. Let me cu- customize the trail uh, behind my sparrow. I don't know. Like, let me add like a sidecar if I want to. Oh, let me customize them. Let me do sparrow and ghost and ship 3.0. I-, I think those are probably the most essential things right now to me in terms of like changes I'd like to see made, like, in ter- I guess for quality of life. I don't know if there's any others like, I mean, we we've complained so much about Gambit rep in the past and I think one of them absolutely would have been, let me keep my streak when I go to like Xur or when I go to go run a couple lost sectors, to get a specific exotic. Like, let me, let me keep those. I would say XP gains from pinnacle sources need to be increased as well. Um, that would actually probably be over like double supers or double finishers. I would probably put that in there. Because it's pretty unacceptable that finishing a raid gets me, like, less XP than doing three or four bounties. That's pretty unacceptable to me. I feel like doing a raid, regardless of when you do it, should get you uh, a couple of levels. That's a pinnacle activity, as far as I'm concerned. And doing anything like that, that is, like, the the top of the top of the top, should be fixed. Like, I, I think, like, rep gains across the board really need to be looked at. Um, I don't like the trial system at all. I think it's really punishing um, to those who aren't like really good. And it's funny because those are the people who like are probably just playing this to get the weapons. 
They're playing this to get a handful of Ingrams, get the weapons, things like that. It is really just discouraging, though. If you're not playing during Double Trials XP, there's almost no point to playing if you're not a hardcore PvP fan. Um, and usually by the time Double XP rolls around, all the casuals are done because we've all either gotten burned out or we managed to get like our six or seven Ingrams and mail out for the season. Um, that's a pretty frustrating place to be at, I think, as a player. Um, as someone who like really, really, really wants to enjoy this mode, um, I I've complained about Trials pretty extensively, though. Uh, I don't want to dwell on Trials or on Gambit anymore. Uh, Crucible, obviously, is, is getting you know revamped here pretty soon um, with however Survival is going to work out. Iron Banner is getting some much-needed changes. Like, like A lot of the changes that we would talk about have probably already been addressed. So I don't mind focusing on like the funner ones, but there are like when it comes to XP and reputation gains, like there are still things that really need to be looked at in the game, and that would be a massive improve for improvement for quality of life, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Corey, cool. what would your three quality of life changes be? All right, yeah, sorry, my daughter was You're screaming good. for me. She pooped. She wanted to let me know. That's wonderful. Pooped. So now that it, now that the entire internet knows. Yes. Uh, Let's see, three quality of life changes. So this is kind of a joke one, but kind of not. I kind of want to be able to redesign my guardian on the fly, <laughs> you know? A guardian like, guardian uh, barbershop. Yeah. Let's 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 get let's that give Hawthorne something valuable to do. Yeah. I mean, she's just chilling there with her bird, right? I mean The bird is the barber. Yeah, yeah God. Uh, so like, I kind of want that just because like my guardian is ugly. I'm going to be honest. Uh, my helmet stays on for reasons other than, yeah, because the helmet looks cool. Uh, cause you know, as a Titan, there's only like three helmets that look cool. So, uh, I would like to see more, I don't know, like more, I know we have like the, the um transmog stuff going on i would like to see more universal ornaments and quests yeah um i think uh, i don't know if you, you mentioned that at all or not no. but like i no. i just feel like i feel like there's more you could do in terms of like ornaments and and glows and you know I, I remember when more like of that earnable in game rather than being the eververse yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm I, saying. You gotta, I, I you would like walk to see a fine line. I think, like, I totally understand. Hey, you you need to make money. You got to mm -hmm. make money to keep the servers running. And listen, you know, a million of us buying a sixty dollars expansion doesn't go as far as you might think. Sony money isn't mm -hmm. going to fund you forever. Like, you have to make yeah. other income, and that's where the microtransactions come in. They make infinitely more there than they do off of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind things like the goofy, like uh, the goofy Gundam style armor being made mm -hmm. available. Um, yeah but why not use the extra resources to make the other set available in game yeah earnable it's, or yeah. vice versa I mean, yeah i i just i would like to see that yeah. um totally agree uh other things i mean, I mean we've talked about gambit so much that it's just and i i, I kind of tried to shy away from that but it's really hard to not realize that like a massive reputation overall has to happen mm -hmm. yeah yeah so like, but I, I mean, again, I would also like something, something where like, you know, the, the showing off what you've done in yeah. the game, right? Like, yeah. Okay. It's cool. You can maybe hang up, hang up your guns. Like you can in like in breath of the wild, when you build that house, you can hang yep. up 
weapons yep. and yep. shields yep. and stuff like something like that but also like oh well i completed valve disciple on master whenever that happens right and like oh here's rulk's uh glaive that he murdered us with or his shoes his giant you know sassy boots that he steps on everybody with right like have those there and be like hey here's what i've done but here's a cool way to display it instead of just like oh here's a another (laughs) another uh uh, emblem that i can wear (laughs) you know yeah i'm a little tired of uh of just getting emblems for things let me let me get more i has i hesitate to say oh you know just give us more cosmetics give us more give us more uh ghosts and ships and sparrows i have enough of those Mm -hmm. like it's like we what i've talked about with joe it's i already have my set stuff that i like to use to take something really exceptional to unseat those or my emblems or anything like that uh let me earn let me earn shaders through the game instead of foreververse make those unlockables in game i should not have to pay for shaders no. I should not have to give up 300 bright dust. I don't know why you increased it from 40 to 300. That is asinine, first off. That's highway mm-hmm. robbery. But mm-hmm. I don't know why we can't earn that in-game. Like, I'm fine with there being armor. I'm fine with there being, you know, an armor set. I'm fine with there being exotic ornaments and exotic mm-hmm. um, armor ornaments in there and ships and things like that. Emotes, cool. Let's get some emotes earnable in-game. You know, let's get a, let's get some emotes available in game, some fun ones. Like maybe when you finish a seal, you get a special exotic emote for that. Right, or like, like the uh, remember when they re-released Vault and you could buy that package with the chair, right? The I, Vault chair. Yeah, like, I have never taken that emote off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I but it. like, why would why would you sell that? Why can't you like? Yeah, have a different. I honestly can't in the believe raid. that that was not attached to like Master Vog. Yeah, like, why can't you put that in the raid to be earnable and say, mm. hey, look, this is what I got for completing the raid, and then everybody sits in their chair when they complete the raid and take your group photo and share it. Like, that's cool. Yeah, instead, but... they uh, they saw us as easy marks, and they got, uh, like, I don't know, I think it was like a $15 pack or something. They got, like, yeah. 75 bucks out of my day one team. <laughs> um, so, on one hand, I kind of see why they're not letting me just unlock it in-game. Um, but yeah. they, they did this with Menagerie a few years ago. You got the X marks the spot emote. And that was the uh-huh. only way you could ever get it was by getting to the highest level of Menagerie. Uh-huh. And I think you had to get like, oh God, to like level 70 or something with Callus. I don't remember what you had to do. You had to do something yeah. absurd. Uh, Johnny is the only person I've ever met who has that emote and did not glitch to get it. Yeah. I could not be bothered to get enough tributes to be able to do it. Um, but that, I think that's a cool bragging, right? Um, I, I would like more things like that. Um, I don't know, like that would maybe get me into game. Like maybe you like for the, like make the ornaments for the seasonal weapon quests, but like for your second reset, you can earn uh, a legendary emote or something like there's some special emote Mm -hmm. or a finisher related to the activity that you're doing. Like how cool would it be if like you had a finisher for Gambit, for example, like you sit there and you're like juggling moats and then bam, bam, bam. Like you throw them like snowballs really rapid, like elf. When Buddy throws the snowball super fast, like do that, but with moats. Or like, or like the se- like the season of the risen, like you go through and do all all that crap, and you get the spear as like a finisher, right? Oh, uh, that'd be yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, we, we and we've seen stuff like this before, so don't tell me it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would I would absolutely love to see that, or you know, uh, finishers, emotes. Let me unlock some of this stuff in game. And I'm not saying like, oh, you always have to do that. Just 
change it up a little bit occasionally. Like one season you do that, another season you earn a special, because we've seen it done before, give me a special universal ornament. You did it for the Mm -hmm. uh, anniversary pack, do it again. You know, let us unlock, uh, I don't know, hypothetically in the future, let us unlock Shax's helmet or something. Yeah, I mean, that'd be super cool. Like, even if it's an ornament for like... Or like Zavala's shoulder pads or something. Yeah. I mean, I think like, honestly, like, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but like when those characters are gone, like if they die somehow, like, give us those ornaments for, you know, like, give yeah. us give us something yeah. cool. I, t- I, I completely agree. I completely agree. <clears throat> I think that these like are when... these are no brainer moves. Mm-hmm. Like when the like these characters that you love, like let us let us dress up as them, right? We just talked about cosplay, the Cosmodrome cosplay for yeah. a while. Like let us dress up as these characters. I mean, like so. I really, for example, and I got <clears throat> just like kind of as a final addendum. There's an emote in the season pass this season that is Savathun. It's yeah. the Savathun emote. Why is that not like, and I'm not criticizing, I think it's cool that it's in the season pass. You always give us an emote in the season pass. It's always an exotic one. I would love, I would have loved if that was a reward for finishing the campaign on Legendary. Mm-hmm. That would yeah. have been awesome. Give, or give yeah. me a, give me a Savathun finisher or something. I don't know. <clears throat> like you sprout wings and you fly in and kill or something, regardless yeah. of who you are. It's a universal finisher. Yeah, an exotic universal finisher uh, would be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't, there, there's so many things you can do. I mean, uh, uh, there's so many unique things that you can do. Like, let me unlock a special uh, exotic class item or something from doing mm-hmm. certain things. You know, we had those for the factions in Destiny One. Let me earn those for certain feats that I've done. Like, oh, you beat a raid on Master. Here's a special glow that appears whenever you wear your class item. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the things that they've been doing with Guardian Games, where if you are the top scoring person for the Nightfall for that week, uh, on the competitive Nightfall over the weekend, and you are the top scoring person in your tower instance, you are glowing gold. There's a big gold beam coming out from underneath you. And the second oh, really? someone else loads in with a better score than you, it transfers to them automatically. I think that's really cool. They used to give us, you know, the the flames for doing the nightfall. I'd really like to see that. Like, oh, you completed the Grandmaster this week? Here you go. Here's like a glowing yeah. Sabathun crown or something. Right. That you wear in the tower. Like to show that like, oh, you know, that that guy. That guy fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or doesn't because he spends so much time. That's true. That's absolutely true. Uh, but... <laughs> Anyway, the long and the short of it. Yeah, give it give us a lot more cosmetic unlocks in game. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. bright dust. Yeah. I don't mind the bright dust, but give me some stuff in game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of it, I think. Yeah. Um I would agree. I mean, I think they've just done they've done a lot of great quality of life things over the years, especially like <laughs> being able to choose where you want to go from anywhere in the game. Remember in destiny one, when you had to go, uh, yeah. to go wherever you want. Yeah. To I mean, like so many of the obvious quality of life things I think have already been addressed. Now we're, we're talking like more vanity than anything. I think vanity requests mm-hmm. and quality of life, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, a more, more cosmetic unlockables and you're shifting in the right direction with these events. I want to be abundantly clear. Yeah. You're definitely, definitely, definitely getting there, but man, 
I think on I think one other thing on certain planets, like I would like to see more fast travel points. Um just because like Yeah. I mean, I mean that's kind of just being lazy at this point though. Um and I, I hesitate to say that about some of the older planets because I feel like they may not be around any longer. Like mm. I think the EDZ has more than enough fast travel points. I Nessus has plenty. Like Europa, remember how we had to cry and scream to get the one up in Eventide Ruins? I still think you yeah. should have put one up in Reese Reborn with how many times we had to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the moon, I mean, the moon has two. I guess you could probably put one in Hellmouth. Yeah. Um, and keep the one in Sorrow's Harbor and obviously at Sanctuary. Uh, mm-hmm. Throne World absolutely needs another one. Yeah. It needs another one. Um, I would say probably in like the back of uh, the fluorescent canal, you probably need yeah. one back there. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe even like back in Queens Bailey. Um, yeah. And there, there's just there's a lot of like and it, it's it's these little things, right? Um, yeah. Especially in an area that a lot of the throne world is not very sparrow friendly. Right. Like the the outer portions are, but when there's so many different pathways and secret passages and things like that like i do think it makes it really hard to determine where you need to go when so much of it is underground or like it's like a 10 minute hike without a sparrow right good luck remembering where you're going without a without a guide i've had to consult guides and maps and that's kind of (laughs) silly i feel like i played this game enough to know where i'm going and i definitely have no idea where i'm going in the throne world still um yeah it's the it's the first zone that's ever truly baffled me in destiny Titan was a close second. Titan was pretty bad at times. Yeah. It's um, gone now, so... <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Like, fuck Titan. Who cares about Titan? Uh, the Dreaming City could definitely stand another one. Yeah. Uh, up in, like, yeah. uh, uh, Ray Silver or something. Uh, up there, like, mm-hmm. where you start the Corrupted Strike. Uh, yeah. You could definitely stand to get one up there. I don't know. There's... And th- those are things that I feel should be obvious, but I don't know if it's server limits or like distribution limits of like people and uh of players and like you know you've got three distinct zones maybe that's like too little to qualify for Mm -hmm. a second one but if that's the case then maybe we need to expand to like four major zones just so we can get another fast travel zone in the future i don't know right yeah Corey, if that's it that's it get us out that's all i got let's go Uh, get us out of here I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to Tower Casuals. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tower Casuals. You can email the show at towercasuals at gmail.com. Give us your questions. We love them. We want them. We want to answer them. Uh, a lot of you guardians have been sticking around. You newer guardians. We really appreciate you guys listening. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It really helps out the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch us in video. Check out Lore Corner uh, by itself. Josh, thank you for your time tonight. Where can we find you? Twitter, at Josh underscore fit and two ends. Always. Always. Tune in to Always. see me probably crying live about the uh, Mavs <laughs> sucking it up. Oh, come on. They're not doing that bad. I'm pretty upset. Oh, sorry, Josh. Yeah. At least you have viable sports teams That's true. uh you can find me at i am cory and on twitter and instagram uh you can find me at a plethora of other things here on the internet uh, but that's it time to go i want to thank everybody for watching and for listening and until next time we love you goodbye